Good morning and welcome to today's Oil Market Update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Good morning, Toby. Very well, thanks to yourself. Yeah, pretty good. Not too bad. Brent is lower today after OPEC Plus agreed to increase output out of the blue. So uh, what has been going on? Well, if we go back to the last OPEC Plus meeting, everyone had agreed that output should be increased by 400,000 barrels per day each month from August through to December, which would add a total of 2 million barrels per day by by the end of that period. Um, But that deal was blocked by the United Arab Emirates, who wanted to revise up its uh, baseline. So that's the level at which the cuts are determined from. Um, And last week, there was a breakthrough on that score in which the UAE accepted an increase to its baseline, but with effect in May 22. So that kicks the can well and truly down the road um, and and, and enabled a a discussion um, of of this uh, deal to be brought back. Now, I thought that would mean that OPEC Plus would then be able to hold the meeting at the start of August and and agree to increase um, production from September. Uh, But instead, they held a meeting yesterday and agreed to put through the original plan, starting with an increase in output next month. Um, But they also said that they would continue increasing at a rate of 400,000 barrels per day per month until the final 5.8 million of um, cut that that they have uh, agreed to put through uh, uh, starting their agreements um, that was outlined in their agreement in April last year, that that they would continue until increasing at that rate until that that, uh, adjustment had been taken out as well. Um, So what does that mean? Well, if we we look at what OPEC, uh, the the, the 10 members in OPEC plus that are also in OPEC, so that, that which excludes Libya, um, Iran, and uh, Venezuela. In June, according to the IEA, they produced about 21 or three quarter million barrels per day. Um, that would have increased again for, for this month. Um, but but on the baseline that the that OPEC uh, published along with its press release after this meeting, um, that would need to increase to. Uh, by about 5 million barrels per day. So it's an extraordinary amount of, of, of crude just for the OPEC plus members in, in order to, sorry, just for the OPEC members in OPEC plus just to reverse out the remaining uh, cuts. Now, if, if that did happen, it brings total OPEC uh, output, so including Iran, uh, Venezuela and Libya, up to close to 31 million barrels per day. And that's before we make any allowances for um, the the possibility of, of more Iranian crude coming into the market if sanctions are lifted. I mean, that might add another million to a million and a half barrels per day. So getting us up to over uh, 32 million barrels per day. And, and these are this is these are pretty extraordinary levels compared to um, the the IEA's estimate for what OPEC will need to produce next year, which are much more in the a range of the high 20s, maybe 28 million barrels per day. Um, but however, the OPEC did put in its press release that uh, it will continue to monitor things, it will have its monthly meetings, and it will reassess at the end of this year in December um, what, what, what its sort of longer term plan will be. Although it does say that it, aim, it does aim to put through this, the removal of all of these inju- adjustments by the end of uh, September next year.
Okay. What will happen with the UAE's reference production increase? So as of um, May 22, um, the UAE's reference rate will, will production baseline will go from about 3.17 million barrels per day up to 3.5 million barrels per day. Um, but it's not the only um, member that's going of OPEC plus that's going to get an, an increase. So, for example, Iran, Iraq, sorry, and Kuwait will go up by about 150,000 barrels per day. And Saudi Arabia and Russia will each get about 500,000 barrels per day. So in total, this, this will add another 1.6 million barrels per day uh, onto OPEC plus output, um, less any adjustments that are still in place at that time. But of course, this, this just adds to the, um, to, to the oversupply that it seems will be in the market if, if all these adjustments are removed that we, that we were just talking about. Um, so it seems really hard to see how OPEC Plus are going to be able to get that much crude into the market, um, g given the sort of forecasts uh, for what OPEC is going to need to balance the market in uh, next year. And so it does seem that potentially in, in the longer term, the steps that OPEC Plus have taken to stabilise the market over the last uh, year or so uh, will come at the cost of a significant loss in market share going forwards. And, and, and potentially um, much more pressure uh, on on, uh, um, on the markets and, and on prices next year. Okay, and finally, what does this all mean for the market? Well, so far the market's taken this pretty negatively. Um, Brent has uh, moved down to the 50-day average, just under $73 per barrel. Um, so if we look, think about uh, straight after the OPEC meeting when the deal had fallen apart, it looked like we were facing a situation of no OPEC increase, uh, no Iranian crude uh, coming into the market because clearly the discussion on sanctions was going very badly, um, as opposed to seemingly a strong uh, summer demand. <clears throat> um, now the market no longer has this uh, sort of super bullish uh, scenario, so, th so some of the froth has come out of it, um, and, and, and consequently I think it's natural that the market has come off on, on, on these developments. Um, and so far we're sort of testing the uh, trend line up from the lows of October 20, um, but we're still um, well above the 100-day average, which is at $69 per barrel. So I think if we had a meaningful break on, on that level, that would be that would be more worrying. Um, but we're not there yet. Um, and then on the fundamental side, I, th I think really the the, the the question marks are, are around short-term demand. Uh, at the moment, demand does seem to be pretty strong, um, but we do also have risks. Uh, connected with the Delta variant, um, particularly if you look at cases in Europe, obviously it's it's advancing rapidly in the UK, but uh, vaccination, uh, high vaccination rates are, are helping there. But then we're also seeing it jumping in, for example, Spain and France, where vaccination rates are not, not so high. So some potential um, concerns there, I think. Lovely. Thank you for the update, Cam. Thank you.